0: Welcome to this episode of the Middle Market Growth Conversations podcast. I'm Katie Mulligan, editor-in-chief of ACG's magazine, Middle Market Growth. My guests on today's episode are Brent Baxter, a managing director with Nolan and Associates, and Aaron Pollack, head of business development at Lion Equity Partners. Brent and Aaron are both members of the ACG Global Board of Directors, and they've been instrumental in launching a new initiative within ACG targeted at corporate members of the association, and specifically corporate development officers. During our conversation, they talked about how this group fits within ACG's membership and a new program that we're launching this year the inaugural Strategic Acquirer Summit. The event will be held on November 4th through 5th in Dallas. Registration will open later this summer, but in the meantime, in the podcast notes, we'll include a link to our website where there's more information and contact details if you're interested in learning more. With that, here's my conversation with Brent and Aaron. Brent and Aaron, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having us. It's great to be here. So I think it's fair to say that the Association for Corporate Growth is often associated with private equity firms, investment banks, lenders, service advisors who work in middle market M&A. But corporate development officers are really another important constituent group within ACG. So maybe starting with you, Brent, can you give an overview of of a CDO's function?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, First, let me sort of reorient your opening comment. I would agree that ACG is generally known as an association of private equity. Uh, The interesting dynamic there is that we have as many corporate members of ACG as we do private equity members. So a little under 10% of our membership is private equity managing a fund and a little under 10% of our members are corporate. In the corporate market, to your question, we'd have two segments. We'd have one, a full-time corporate development officer, quote CDO, end quote. That would be somebody in an organization who spends essentially all of his or her time in the practice of M&A or strategy inside a corporate corporation. The other constituency that ACG has in the corporate market is what we might call the more occasional acquirer where the CEO or CFO of a corporation uh, has responsibility for M&A but they may only do a transaction once every year or three years or five years. Uh, so out of our roughly 1,100, 1,200 corporate members, we have a significant market with CDOs, full-time and people, and also a significant market with corporates who are interested in acquisition.
2: Yeah, no, I, you know, to underscore that, I think the corporate development officer is a unique function within the C-suite. They wear many different hats, everything from M&A, as Brent mentioned, to strategy and working with business units, um, integrating acquisitions. They wear a lot of different hats, and um, it's a very unique function that ACG is spending quite a bit of time um, focusing on this uh, specific segment.
0: And in terms of middle market M&A, what share of transactions would you say involve a corporate acquirer versus a private equity firm or, or a family office or some other type of financial buyer?
1: Yeah, great question. Uh, you know, the data is always a little imprecise, but roughly three quarters of middle market M&A transactions our strategic acquirers or corporate acquirers, private equity would range between 25 and 30% of middle market transactions. So overwhelmingly, it is the strategic acquirer. Uh, Three quarters of private equity exits
2: are to corporate buyers. Yeah, it's actually interesting. So Lion equity uh, is a bit unique when uh, you look at us, we're exclusively focused on acquiring corporate carve-outs from larger corporations. Wow. So, uh, and then almost 100% of our exits will go to larger corporates as well. So we are both on the acquisition front and when we're selling a business, almost 100% relying on corporate uh, acquisition strategies. So. Hmm.
0: And do you expect that pace to continue or do you anticipate even greater involvement from corporate buyers in the middle market?
1: So the share of uh, transactions garnered by private equity increased fairly steadily for about 10 years through the mid-2000s, and it essentially mirrored the flow of capital into private equity as an asset class. Uh, The number or percentage of overall transactions uh, tends to vary a little bit with availability and cost of capital, Mm -hmm. so as capital gets more constrained, private equity diminishes as a share of the overall acquisition market. As capital is more available and money is less expensive, private equity tends to garner more transactions. I don't see it increasing much beyond that one-third number. Hmm. Uh, So the strategic acquirer will always have overwhelming market share of middle market transactions.
0: And for a CDO that comes to ACG, what are they coming to the association for? Are they looking for acquisition opportunities? You alluded to that a little bit, Aaron, but are they looking to learn best practices related to M&A? Kind of what does, what role does ACG play for this audience?
1: So the uh, survey data we've done, and the feedback we get from our corporate members, uh, first and foremost, uh, corporate folks are looking to build local networks of like-minded professionals so that they can share best practices, uh, share uh, suggestions about service providers, so they're looking for knowledge, content, and people in their community that they can call with a question when they're stumped by something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deal flow is not unimportant to corporate uh, folks. but conversely private equity membership of acg is overwhelmingly interested in deal flow that is their number one attribute
2: so the value proposition for our corporate constituency is different yeah as i mentioned before you know the corporate development officer is wearing a lot of different hats one of the things that acg provides is many different tools in their tool belt whether it's MA strategy but also providing a nexus for these folks to meet and integrate with other ACG constituents, and there's a void in the market right now for corporate development executives to to network with other corporate development executives. There's no other association right now that's focused on corporate development executives, and you know the next networking, the best practices, the sharing of content. So everything that ACG does really well is very interesting to this to this constituency. So. Mm-hmm.
0: And a number of ACG chapters have developed programs designed with corporate development officers in mind, and now ACG Global is creating a, a national platform to, to complement those efforts. Can you talk about what that looks like?
1: Yeah, roughly uh, three years ago, we global ACG organization created an initiative to provide more focus and more support to the chapters. And the chapters sort of opt into our efforts, and we started the initiative with about ten or twelve uh, domestic chapters. We now have 28 chapters in the United States and Canada, actively working to build their corporate constituency, their corporate outreach, and their corporate membership.
2: Yeah, it is you know, we're both part of the global board and helping, uh, you know, spearhead some of these initiatives from a global perspective. We're also running our uh, localized. Uh, chapter events, as mm-hmm. we mentioned, so uh, Brett in St. Louis and myself in Denver, uh, Deborah. We recently started our corporate development peer group. We had a fantastic showing for our first event. We had a corporate show up and share some best practices, and um, the networking just took off. It, it was <laughs> amazing to see how interacting, you know, and how focused they were on sharing best practices. Um, you know, I, I always joke I had probably eight moderator questions to tee up to the group. I didn't use one because it was Don't a work. natural. Opportunity for these folks, it, it just proved the void in the market for networking for these for these folks. So we had, as I mentioned, I think twenty five or thirty folks show up to our first meeting, and it was just a, a natural event that that went off without a hitch. So it was great to see. And corporate development is, is really a practice.
1: It's a profession. Uh, so CFOs have all sorts of opportunities to network with other CEOs, learn best practices, trends, uh, see. DOs, until this ACG initiative, have not had a place to go where they can share best practices. And to Aaron's point, uh, when we gather these folks together, like-minded professionals, they just love sharing the stories and the challenges and the opportunities and they learn from each other and they create friendships and they create local
2: networks it's very exciting actually. it's a fantastic opportunity to use your peer group as a sounding board in a way that they, they have not had that access before so we're, we're you know being able to deliver that vehicle or that arena is something that's been really intriguing uh, not just in our local chapters but on a national level as well.
0: We're talking today following a strategy meeting about a future Corporate Development Officers Conference that ACG is working on and you both are participating in the, in the planning of. What's some of the content that you would expect to be featured at, at that event? Can you give us kind of a, a preview?
1: What we're really thinking about is the profession of corporate development and what are things that are common themes, common challenges, common questions, common problems to the practice of corporate development. So you think about strategy, Strategy is common, whether you make widgets or public relations. Uh, So strategy, uh, concepts around strategy are important. Deal origination is common. Due diligence is common. How do you work with law firms? How do you assess culture? Those are all common themes regardless of industry. So we're really trying to tease out the most relevant topics uh, to the practice of corporate development, the things they would most like to learn,
2: and uh, that's hopefully the content strategy that we'll build for the conference. Yeah, as Brent mentioned, it's still a bit of a work in process as mm-hmm. far as the topics and where we're going to go for the conference. But one of the things that we're spending a lot of time with right now is developing focus groups across the country of CDOs to ask what's valuable to them. So instead of telling what corporate, you know, corporate development offers, this is what's valuable. We're actually spending the time to build focus groups and figure out what topics are, you know, giving them heartburn or what's, what's an opportunity for us to enhance your profession. So we're spending the time and effort to build those out right now.
0: In terms of your personal involvement, what attracted you to, to join this initiative to, to be involved in the planning process and what do you kind of hope to see come out of it?
1: Well, uh, let me start. So uh, I was on the board of the St. Louis chapter for a long time. St. Louis has historically been a corporate chapter. We always were. And uh, several, I guess maybe four years ago, I had the opportunity to join the global board. And part of that early process, I was involved in a strategic planning session with uh, ACG Global and the board and a number of Uh, the supporters of the global organization. As I sat through the strategic planning process, I never heard the word corporate. Mm. And I thought, boy, this is odd because my chapter is all corporate and we're not talking about that. So I uh, came to Chicago on a special mission uh, and met with uh, Gary LeBranch, our former uh, CEO, and Leslie Wittett, and really presented this concept of ACG as an amazing opportunity not only to serve the existing corporate constituency, but to really reach out. Uh, ACG is the association of middle market knowledge and expertise, and the corporate audience is a natural for us. Uh, so then I guess I kind of got voluntold to lead the uh, initiative, mm-hmm. and uh, we have had great, great
2: uh, support across
1: uh, chapter land
2: and then how I met Aaron is kind of a fun story Yeah, it's, it's an interesting story so uh, as I mentioned the had a business development for my private equity firm that's focused on corporate carve out. so all I've done for the past decade is network with corporate development executives and heard, heard their stories and you know really understood you know what their needs are from a networking perspective and, and never really heard about anything that delivered that arena to them. So I was actually at uh, Intergrowth two years ago um, at a uh, deal source event and I I ran into Brent. Speed dating. Speed dating. So (laughs) uh, Brent was my date and, uh, you know, we started, you know, doing the typical intros and I said, you know, I do private equity and this is our our focus on corporates and, you know, I network with corporate development executives and, um, you know, I went to a small school in Pennsylvania you probably never heard of before. It's called Allegheny College and and I kind of get my background, right? And Brent says, you went to where and you do what, and you know we just immediately you know hit it off. So Brent actually went to the same small school oh, in, no, in Northwestern right, Pennsylvania, yes. wow. um, and we started talking about the initiatives that ACG was you know driving. I think you had been about a year or so in um, to you know per Brent's story, so it was a natural dovetail, um, you know, with a focus on corporates and understanding that community over the past decade, the void in the market for for CEOs. So again, it was just a natural dovetail of bringing that together. And across the whole, you know, ACG you know, uh, infrastructure,
1: what we're finding, uh, so my firm does a lot of buy-side. We have outsourced corporate development capabilities. We do a lot of work in that area. And many, many people inside of the ACG network have a vital interest to have more corporate folks involved in our chapters and in our events. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Aaron and I are finding lots of friends and, and lots of allies uh, to help us build this initiative. And it's uh, it's exciting to see the grassroots efforts. It really is.
0: Brent and Aaron, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. Okay. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
1: It's great.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Middle Market Growth Conversations. Subscribe to the podcast in Apple, SoundCloud, or Google Play, where you can listen to past episodes and hear the next episode in two weeks. While you're there, we'd love if you could rate the show and leave a review to help other listeners find out about us. After you've rated the podcast, visit our website, middlemarketgrowth.org, to read the latest issue of our magazine and web-exclusive content highlighting middle market companies and M&A.